Welcome back in, man. Big 12 basketball is already off to an amazing start. Kansas squeaks by TCU. Hunter Dickinson, game winner with about three seconds left. A layup, 83-81. to The Jayhawks survive at Fog Allen Fieldhouse, taking down TCU. The Horde Frogs defeated Kansas last year in Lawrence. They were going for back-to-back wins in Fog Allen, but they could not get it done. It's just staying life, though, in the Big 12. I mean, this is what it is. Like Kansas is a juggernaut brand, not a juggernaut team this year, but it's still going to be close 50-50 ball games every single night. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, and it starts tonight for BYU in the Marriott Center. They host Cincinnati, both teams' double-digit wins. BYU ranked 12th in the country. Let's get to the three-pointer, Mitch. And and here's – it's we love this segment during the season. It's fun to do a deep dive. So what we do is we'll give you a key stat, a player to watch for both sides of the ball. That sounds like a football thing. I meant to say uh, both teams on the court. and both, then Both ends of the floor. Yeah, yeah, both ends of the floor. There you go. And then a bold prediction as well. I'll start things off with my key stat. BYU is first in the country in several metrics, bench points being one of those. It's kind of this this particular stat has flown under the radar. The number is 13.8. What does that represent? That is the rebound margin for BYU basketball. They are number one in the country and thus number one in the Big 12 in rebounding margin. Well, guess who comes in at number second? That's Cincinnati. So the battle of the boards is going to be huge in tonight's battle between the Bearcats and the Cougars. Is is BYU a good rebounding team, or have they yeah. feasted on inferior competition? I think we're going to get a first glimpse into that tonight at the Marriott Center. That's a great point because it, it feels like, and you heard it just moments ago from Ali Khalifa, he told the assistant coaches and felt like they came away feeling like this is going to be a game defined by who wins the glass. And so that that's a great pull because Cincinnati, unlike BYU, they got legit seven-footers. Aziz Bandango, I know he's dealing with the back tightness, and he's a game-time decision tonight, former UVU stud. If he goes, that right there is almost good for eight boards for Cincinnati. Yep. So, you know, you got to find a way to make that up, but also – Fusini Traore potentially comes back. We'll get on him a little bit later. I'm just going to go with the effective field goal percentage. BYU's just been outstanding shooting the ball. 58.5% effective field goal percentage. That's kind of like the advanced analytic. I mean, when you talk about basketball, that's kind of the percentage you turn to nowadays. And BYU's just been so efficient. And that's why the advanced metrics love BYU basketball heading into Big 12 play. Uh, In ESPN's Basketball Power Index, gives BYU the second-best odds to win this league. It's not because they're saying that BYU's individual talent is better NBA pros than Kansas or Baylor. No, they're saying that just the manner that they're destroying teams. And I, a large part of it is how they're, they're shooting the ball. That effective field goal rate's been outstanding. All right, players to watch. I'll start things off, Mitch. For uh, Let's start with Cincinnati. For me, it is Aziz Bandago. Um, last year, I had the pleasure and opportunity to do some play-by-play games for Utah Valley when Aziz Bandega was there with Mark Madsen's team. Aziz is a freaky athlete. Yeah. He's really tall. He's an outstanding shot blocker. He's not a great rebounder. So mm. th- th- there is the one thing there is being a seven-footer in the whack, you would have expected him to be a walking really? double-double. Wasn't quite to that level. He is a capable rebounder, but where he was dominant 
was as a shot blocker and a low post scorer, especially on alley oops, uh, kind of a high pick and roll rim run. So you got to beware of him if he is healthy enough to be an impactful player. So Aziz Bandego, look, he's had success in the Marriott Center before with Utah Valley. So keep an eye on him if he's uh, getting back to full strength. For me on Cincinnati, Victor Lockin, uh, six foot eleven, big. Uh, he can you know extend the range and shoot from three. He's someone that's a, a returning letterman for Cincinnati. This is kind of a re- retooled roster like so many teams in college basketball, but Lockin's been kind of a mainstay of the West Miller era. For BYU, I'm going not Noah Waterman to continue the theme of big guys in the glass. Look, we know he can shoot the ball. This is the type of game where you've got to get dirty and crash the glass. The one time that Noah Waterman has played a really tall team, he did, was not effective. He he. The Noah Waterman we've seen this year was a no-show in the loss against Utah. That can't happen tonight for Noah Waterman. He has to be impactful besides hitting threes, and that's playing good defense, staying out of foul trouble, and hitting the glass. Am I off base thinking that this guy for BYU, it's been a minute since he had a big game, Dallin Hall. Uh, Dallin Hall, to me, I'm keeping my eye on him. And Look, there's so many players that can – that factor into BYU success. You know, nine different guys on this team have had at least one game scoring 20 or more points of a career high. I mean, BYU's got a lot of options. They truly do. Uh, but I just feel like Dallin Hall is one of those special players in this program, and he's got to be big. And, and big games where it's a must win. And when you're on a home floor in the Big 12, you got to protect that thing with everything you got. So these are always must wins on the home floor. Uh, Dallin Hall, I want to see him have a big game uh, because I just feel like some of the last few games, it's you know, it's been kind of a an underrated storyline because the team's just blowing everyone out. But I haven't been kind of blown away by Dallin's play. I want to see him really level up for the Big Twelve. I remember back at Kansas City uh, Big Twelve Media Day, like this this was such a exciting thing for him. And I, I feel like you know, he, it's so good that BYU got to the Big Twelve because you wonder in this portal era. Would he have said, you know, maybe I I don't want to be in the WCC. I want to play at the highest levels. It, being in the Big 12 gives him that, and, and I don't want to see this guy take off and thrive. Home, You know, home-based guy out of Fremont High School, what a stage and an opportunity for him to really shine. Because I, I just feel like BYU can be a second-weekend NCAA tournament team if Dallin Hall every single night is just one of the best guards in this league. And that's a that's a high bar. But, I mean, I just think Dallin Hall's got to be special. It's be a tone setter tonight against Cincinnati. I love that poll because he's the guy when things get tight, I want to have the ball, but he's got to do it because we've only seen it once this year, and it was a fail at Utah with the turnover, right? But last year he had moments of brilliance in late-game situations, winning games, getting to the rim – I like that poll because ideally you'd like your point guard to be the one that you're turning the ball over to in a tight situation. He's got to kind of get back to that to where we feel confident that he can deliver. Bold predictions now. Mitch, what's your bold prediction tonight? I'm going to say BYU wins by double digits. I think that's a bold prediction. That is a very bold prediction. I'll give you my exact score prediction, what that will be in the next segment, but they win by double figures. I'm that saying is they, a they, bold prediction. And, they, and I think it'll have a lot of people buzzing uh, the, the score margin I have BYU winning by. I'll go a double-digit bold prediction as well. I think BYU makes 14 three-point nice. shots tonight, which will be that's a, about one extra bucket above their average right now. They're a tick below 13 made threes per game. Look, if BYU is going to have success in the Big 12 and if they're going to go to the tournament and make noise – 
it comes down to consistent three-point shooting. Up to this point, they have been fairly consistent. Their only black eye was not shooting the ball well at the Huntsman Center. And this coaching staff is, you know, telling this team, you shoot at a minimum 30 attempts per game. We don't care what the opponent is, who it is. You're jacking up 30 attempts. And when you get that sort of volume and these guys and their friendly confines of the Marriott Center, uh, that would be a, a nice start in Big 12 play. Because this Cincinnati team, when they get in, in true road games, they've struggled. You know, their, their only true road game this year, uh, well, outside of the state of Ohio, was against Howard. And they went to overtime, and then they went to Crosstown against Xavier, lost that one against an average Xavier team. And then they had another game on a neutral floor in Cincinnati against Dayton, and they lost. So this is the the, the first big true road game test for for Cincinnati. But they've been bad away from Fifth Third Arena uh, at home, and that's been kind of the theme for a lot of teams in the Big 12 where they just haven't had much success away from their home gym and uh, I'm curious to see how much of a lift that gives BYU in a game where they're definitely the favorite because when you're viewed as a top-five team by advanced metrics, this is a game you take care of business and get it done. No doubt about it. I'm looking forward to this one because we're going to have a lot to discuss on Monday night when we kick off Cougar Nation. We took a little holiday break for Cougar yeah, Nation, but it's coming back Monday, 6 to 7 p.m. We're taking your calls, Cougar Nation, and I have a feeling we're going to have a lot to discuss because we're gonna, I think we're going to know a lot more about this BYU basketball team and their potential in the Big 12 Conference after tonight. Let's take a break, Mitch. On the other side, uh, we had Coach Pope on earlier. If you miss that interview, the head man for BYU basketball, Mark Pope, he'll join us next to get ready for the home opener in the Big 12 Conference.